0: My name is Shanda Lynn. I'm a mother, an artist, a recovering addict, and this podcast is part of my endless pursuit of breakthroughs.
1: Everybody's
0: watch. Hi, you beautiful human beings. I appreciate you being here. I think this is our very first episode ever.
2: Our first real episode. Real episode. The, when we
0: did a beta test on Facebook. But this episode, we're going to have Joe Nestor, a whole other human being with their own feelings. <laughs> and um, that'll be interesting to figure out how we, we mesh together. Yes. And you'll find out. Yes. You'll know how it went.
2: Yeah, so just a little precursor. I guess I can kind of explain uh, that Joe came to the studio. Uh, when was that? Like
1: was
2: a month ago? Just Probably. about a month ago, and um, Joe Nestor came to the studio, um, and uh, with the uh, intention of doing a collaboration song, mm-hmm. and uh, so we did that. We um, we talk a little bit about how the song came about in the podcast itself, and when Joe was here, uh, it was kind of one of those things that like I knew that there were so many things at play, like. Um, for instance, uh, you know, like, it took a lot of effort to get everybody in the same room at the same time, and I was trying to think, like, what do we do to, like, make this worthwhile for everybody? It was one little extra thing we can do, and we shot a video, um, a live video of the take of the song that we did, mm-hmm. and then I was like, maybe we should do a podcast, and we did a podcast. We set it all up, and it was the first time that we had ever tried to do a podcast, and it was and then you said this is a lot of fun i really enjoyed that we should do yeah. that some more and so last podcast before this the introduction one we talked about breakthroughs and what it was and my breakthrough that i'm going to share right now for this podcast was the podcast itself mm-hmm. it was like a aha moment we should do a podcast uh, i think we'd even talked about it before but it was just like this was the first like floating idea the first little um like it just felt like, oh, this is supernatural. We should just totally do it, and uh, and see uh, and see if people like it. And so yeah. here we
0: are. And you, he he had called me when he was like, oh, well, this is what we should do, and I was in my upstairs room, and this is where I write, and like was doing my music. And for some reason, I had my notebook from, like, over a year ago set out on my table. And I'm like, what is that notebook there? Like, I don't even write in that. And it's open to this page of this list that I wrote of things that would make me happy that I need to do. And, like, a podcast was on there. And it was just... It was a, a good confirmation and interesting that that, that would e- e- have even been in that place on that page of all the pages it could be on at that time. It's um,
2: very And,
0: and w- I was like, all right, yep, I, I get it. I get it, God. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do, we will do it. We will sit down with our little microphones and we'll do something. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, that's how it went.
2: So, the, um, the the reason we kind of wanted to do this one too was because like obviously when we did the Joe podcast there was no like breakthroughs there was no concept or anything we were literally just um just winging it just figuring out like what do we it was kind of an interview style conversational yeah, thing it was good though and um so to make it kind of relevant within the topic we want I wanted to ask you uh, or we wanted to talk about I guess what your what was your breakthrough um Working with Joe and collaborating because this was your first like true collaboration outside of us collaborating. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like, uh, and Joe's been a musician for a long time, so this yeah, is like, and you we've know, been he's friends, in. yeah,
0: as well. But it was, uh, I got pretty upset to begin with, right? Because the way that you had taken a part of his song and then we made it into the chorus and that was great, but that didn't quite match my voice. Like my vocal strong suit is kind of not in the super high range. Consider my very deep voice. Right. (laughs) So he's having me sing super high and then it comes to my verse and he had done like a little singing part in his verse, and we're like, Oh, we got to put that in like your verse. And I was got resentful. I was like, no, I'm strictly rap and like I already wrote this and this was working and like while we were changing it, I had writer's block because I was frustrated and I knew like, you know, I've only been doing music probably a year now. Um it it, it was difficult to be like the the baby in the yeah, studio yeah. and then I went through writer's block which I rarely ever have because I've written for 20 years. So I was like I was imploding. And then I <laughs> realized.
2: I realized. I'm like, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that because no, your you're good. Of
0: it. Like <laughs> you were imploding. <laughs> yeah, well, but and then I realized my perspective determines this experience the experience does not determine my perspective right like and i and i think it was like later in the afternoon a little later in the afternoon i finally just decided to see it a completely different way like Ooh. i made a clear decision because i had all these feelings and i was like wait a minute why don't i trust that what's going to be done is actually going to be good. And a collaboration is also giving up control and then contributing and going back and forth. And uh, I just kind of surrendered to that. It was also weird because I'm weird around people, outside of people I'm normally around. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, I'm very uncomfortable. There was a lot of feelings. And I finally, yeah, I just decided to look at it a different way. Didn't trust a whole lot, though, because, again, this song was out of my vocal range, and Brennan is like, oh, it's going to be great, fantastic, you sing so great, hi. I will let and
2: everybody th- else be the judge of that, because I think it was fantastic, I think it is fantastic. So
0: what I will say is coming to the studio today, I have heard the song and what's been done to it, and I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, I admit it now. This song is amazing. And when yeah, will they have heard it by this time? This comes out.
2: This actually, the song will have just come out. So this. So is, you guys already know what you it. You guys is. get like, to hear it. It's yeah.
0: it's really good. And now my only regret is that I collaborated. <laughs> I wish that this was just my song. And then I could Joe. get all the credit for it. Joe, you, Joe, I mean, if we're being honest, like I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and lie to you, but no, you did great. And um, it was actually, it was good working with him. And he's one of the few people I would really actually like in this yes. whole area of things and recovery and all of that. Well, I, I should say he's one of the few people I, I believe is genuine. Yeah. Um, and so that made it nice. But yeah, still wish I did it solo.
2: It was my uh, first time uh getting to <laughs> no, uh, <I'm> just
0: kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I almost I should have thrown the laugh track in there.
0: You should have because this was sarcasm but we it might be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah. <No>.
2: Super mine. <laughs> um yeah, that was my first time uh meeting Joe and uh I I thoroughly enjoyed working with him and um but I I knew that there was going to be this kind of like conflict that when, when we did this and this is why I wanted to to do a, a collaboration like this with somebody like Joe, that was more f- that you were more familiar with because mm-hmm. um, the experience of collaborating, especially when you have uh, people coming together in a group, that it's not like you guys live 20 minutes from the studio. You know, you have to come into the studio. Everybody flew in. There was a snowstorm. You had to like come in, and everybody was here. I and, drove
0: through a snowstorm. Yes, yeah. that happened. And uh, so did you.
2: And Nick did too. Yeah. Um, Nick is our uh, technical. Uh, He's the button guy advisor right now, yeah. Um, so if something gets screwed up, we can blame him. Uh, we have somebody to somebody to blame. <laughs> True, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So like you know, you, you have this finite amount of time, and then if the song idea, uh, you you kind of have to keep things moving, and yeah. so that it it moves quickly, and you have to just be willing to just roll with whatever happens. But then it because you have to just kind of roll, and it's like has this volition, and you have a schedule to kind of keep to. It requires you to be extremely vulnerable and extremely trust everybody in the room because otherwise it can be a complete disaster and everybody goes home with something that's like half finished and then you wasted everybody's time and it's like that's the way I I feel anyways.
0: I did. I don't think I would have felt that way if it wouldn't have been so out of my vocal range, like. In the beginning, mm-hmm. if I would have felt comfortable, because I already felt kind of uncomfortable because I'm the baby artist and, and all of these things. I haven't been doing music nearly as long. Joe's been doing it, what, 30 years, did he Ooh. say, or something? Like something yeah, crazy. It was like quite 30 I've been lately. doing it like one year. <laughs> so there was that. And then I'm singing this, you know, it'll be all right. And it was just crazy, crazy yeah, high. Yeah. But um, with that being said, I have had another experience with a collaboration.
1: Oh, did Years ago. Okay. Okay. Where,
0: and I, I won't even give details or specifics because I haven't made many things, right? But the guy I was working with was, like, awful. Everything, mm. he he wanted it to be all his way. No idea outside of his was valid. And thank God I chose to, like, shift my perspective. Otherwise, I would have just been that. And that's, that's awful. And again, yeah, well, yeah. like, I'm trying to grow as a person. And it took... Swallowing my pride and realizing I am the baby here, and just, you know, going with it and see where it would naturally flow and just being open to that. And again, that's another breakthrough of me um, being more open outside of your advice and and your lead and stuff. And Joe, I I love you. So it's not like I'm being mean (laughs) here. It's just, it's hard because I'm like, well, I, I think I'm also good wasn't that, my uh, idea being taken into consideration well, But it was on the bridge yeah that this, was my idea uh, well the uh here's the
2: thing um I I actually the experience that you're talking about you know you, um I think that that's what people are afraid of they're afraid of somebody dominating their idea and then Damn. and then taking it over and then they have no say and so that's where it's like for me that's been um that's been something that I've tried to like, learn how to do years and years of producing is like finding the fine line of like, you can't, it's not just my ideas. And also like um, with three people, you have three considerations, you know what I mean? And that's why Mm -hmm. it's so important to then have a producer that you can say like, um, this is not, I didn't actually say this. This was another producer. uh, Rick Rubin said it in a podcast. And he said, um, you know, that the song, it's not your thing. It's not Joe's thing. It's not my thing. It's a thing. And we're trying to make the best thing. And uh, when you kind of look at it that way, you know, it separates everybody's feelings away from the song. And it's like, let's make the best thing that people are going to get the most out of. Even the the song topic, we um, were thinking like, this is something that people can, uh, you know, can that's hopefully the lyrics are comforting in a way to, to people, and you'll
0: hear what it's about because you're about to see the whole podcast yeah. with Joe. But there there is meaning behind that, and that wasn't lost. Yeah. So e- even if many of my ideas were lost, it wasn't within my vocal range. <laughs> um, It still came out good, and it the idea behind it is real. Yeah. And I exactly. think like anything that comes out of here that we do is is real, and that's what matters. So I can rest assured. Knowing that, and plus it's so good. Like I was so all these little guitar parts, and it had me feeling weird, good feelings, and like <laughs> I was like, what? What is this? And then I was like, my voice did that, and it, yeah, it was. And cool.
2: that made that made me happy uh, playing it for you today, because then you were like, oh, okay. Because sometimes I see I'm it. telling I'm telling you like, uh, just trust me, like this will be a good idea, and or it'll be good. And then you like really have to be like, okay, you know,
0: like cause surrendering,
2: because there's a lot of. Uh, there are a lot of ideas I think that get thrown around, um, and and some of them seem a little out there at the time. But when you hear it all together, it all it comes makes together. sense. Yeah, yeah. So, and you'll obviously we're gonna we have a conversation with Joe that's coming up right after this, and uh, you'll hear we're going to talk way more about the song too from Joe's perspective also. But one thing I wanted to add before um, we do that. Uh, you mentioned the bridge, um, and I think the bridge maybe might be my favorite part of the song. But we
0: it fit in my vocal range when I started singing it because we yeah. were trying to come. What is it? Um, how's it go?
2: When you try and you fail, a,
0: When you can't fight anymore, yeah, that, right. Like yes. how I was able to project, and yeah, yeah,
2: you found your vocal range, and that's what I was gonna say. I was actually gonna say and kind of bring it full circle with this little introduction to Joe's podcast was. Um, That you, that we wrote the bridge last. And so you, you went through the breakthrough moment of like, realize of like, you you got your idea crushed. You had the vulnerability, you had to like step back and then, um, and you kind of had this little, like, I don't want to say meltdown, um moment but then you kind of came back and then the bridge i feel like was the harmonious like ending to it and it was and it was one of my favorite parts of the song so
0: dope well that's what happens when you choose to change your perspective and like let go it really does take a real choice i find many moments in my life where i'm getting angry or emotionally charged i have all the power in the world to step back and choose to do something different. Usually though, I'll hold on to that anger or that feeling or that depression and try to justify it. But it only makes it worse. Like it's not right, harming right. you for me to be angry or upset. It's harming me. <laughs> right, right. But somehow I've got like this childlike mentality that no, I gotta hold. On. I am allowed to feel this. This is my feeling, and I'm gonna keep it. And I just want you to sit around me in my negative energy and suffer the way I am. Like we all have that choice. I'm getting better. Yeah. at choosing to feel differently but don't think I've conquered it yet that's why it's called Breakthroughs <laughs> it, it's not called I have broken through yes. so we're we're yes. still broken through <laughs> <laughs> we're
2: we're in the process of more breakthroughs
0: I hope my sarcasm translates because sometimes I don't know if people are gonna get it or not but hey we'll find out I guess, I guess if, we will I guess people will tell us in the comments on the video But yeah. uh, I hope you guys enjoy this with Joe it really was a good time I hope you love the song because it really is a good song it's like really good so here's a clip of the song, and then we have a podcast with Joe.
1: When you try and you fail, and you lose the wind in your sails, just ride the waves, find your faith, and know that you will prevail. When you can't fight anymore, and you are lost in the storm, it'll be okay, just ride the waves until you
2: Okay, well, we're live. We are now podcasting, and um, I would like to uh, introduce Shanda Lynn and Joe Nestor, And we are going to um, kind of just talk about this collaboration for this song. What are we calling the song? Do we have a. All right. The
1: song's all right. called It'll all, be right, all
2: Right. I'm guessing. So, who wants to maybe talk about how this song came about? Somebody want to jump in? Shanda, you yeah. want to take the lead? Yeah,
0: I can. I mean,. In in my personal view of it, and I'm sure Joe feels similar, um, we obviously have a lot of people on our page that we we really value and care about. And it's really difficult to get to so many people, to be able to respond to them, to show them that they're seen, that they're heard, that they're appreciated and loved. Because, I mean, each of us are uh, only one individual person. And I felt like the song, to to me, was a way to say to those of you who might not feel seen or heard by by myself or by Joe, um, for us to let you know that, that you are and that we do value you being here and you do matter. That was good. Much better than I could have done. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to
2: say, too, like, my name is Brennan, by the way, for anybody that doesn't know. I'm producing and helping make this happen together and i wanted to actually like i thought it was cool how the song like shanda gave the reason of what the song was about and where the the, where the meaning came from but for anybody that wanted like the dorky part of it like the music side of it joe sent us like this little like thing from his phone and we like recorded it in he wasn't here um you're in florida right I'm in
1: florida yeah so
2: so you're in florida you sent us this like phone message we record that in and then we started, like, kind of working on this idea. And then Shanda had this idea of, like, you know, I wanted to send this message to for all the unseen and unheard people. Um, so that's kind of how the, the musical thing came about.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's funny because, like, Shanda was on a trip down in Florida. And, I mean, we've been friends for, what, like four or five years, close to that now, and... um it's it's like we, we're we both doing music, and uh, it's just crazy how we've never done anything together. Yeah. And uh, you were on this trip down in Florida, and, and we met up, and um, we just started bouncing ideas back and forth, you know, about doing a song together. And from there, literally, like, I feel like it happened so fast. It did. Like, literally, like... The next week, you know, we texted back and forth a few times, different ideas, and, and what we wanted it to be about, and then next thing you know, it's like, you're writing, you know, and, and then I'm in Florida writing, and uh, we're, we're figuring out different song structures and different melodies, and uh, I, find, I found one, and uh, I mean, you sent me one, and, and then I sent you one, and then we both kind of like, just took it from there, and... Uh, Next thing you know, the flights booked, the hotels booked, and like a week or two later, we're sitting here in the studio creating magic. You know, it's just, and it's just awesome seeing what you do, Brennan. It's like, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's definitely refreshing to thank say you. the least. So thank
2: you. I, I still don't
0: know how to take compliments.
1: <laughs> I'm still like you were saying, like uh, being awkward. Me too. I am,
0: I am horrible at taking compliments.
1: Me too. Man, he's
0: the mind. He picks things apart. He finds what could be better and suggests how to make it better. And then we do it better. And then he's like, but it could be better. And then that that's what happens. And, and he's listening from different ears sometimes. Like, I know when I'm writing, I get locked into an idea because in my head, this sounds like what, what it's supposed to be. And then he hears that from like an advanced listener's point of view, um, Advanced, I say, because you're very skilled in music and blu- so valuable. He's here. taught me so much <laughs> this past almost year. Um, I'm beyond grateful because I wouldn't have progressed as far as I have without him um, and helping me take this seriously and and finding ways to make it better. It's crazy.
2: Wow, I didn't even have to pay her to say those things either. <laughs> it's
0: true.
2: Well, I, I will say this, and I I always like uh, try to feel like. Or I At least um, try to make it so that um, I don't just totally destroy somebody's confidence. I know I just pick, pick, pick at the idea because um, there's, you know, every idea, every song idea is kind of like a, it's like a, um, a sculpture, you know, and you're just like chipping away at it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there, you know, it's, it's, com- it's a complicated process, I guess. Um, but um, I, I, I think, like Joe said, with I, you know, I hate to overuse the word magic, but. There's definitely like a a room to fail at at a collaboration too. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's there's definitely like a like this could have been a disaster and it like immediately like you said it came together pretty quickly. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, this this is this works and it makes sense." So, I'm glad that we were able to do it. Um so you said that you guys were friends before? How did you guys meet?
1: Like I mean, we, we we both um have a significant influence on, uh, on social media,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: uh, I, I think it was on Facebook, through Facebook and, uh, just the recovery community, you know, um, we're both people in recovery and I think a lot of, uh, things that we stand by, you know, we are both very similar. Um, you know, not only are we in recovery, but we both do music and, you know, um, not just that, but like depression and uh other mental disorders and everything else. It's like uh I don't want to say we preach the same message, but you know we're in the same ballpark, sure, and yeah. we have a lot of the same followers, and uh that's kind of how we linked up
0: I think a couple events too i I can't quite remember, but I think what stands out about you to me in this specific community is that you live in your authentic skin, and I um, resonate with that, Very, and I think that's yeah. why this is happening because it's not often, if you're from my page, that you'll see me collaborating with pretty much anybody or having people on my page because I try to protect my audience. Mm-hmm. I know what's out there, and I know that there are you know, good influences and bad influences, so um, it's definitely kind of like a shepherding position you're put yeah, in, and definitely. I'm really careful about how i do that and discerning and and you're good you're good peeps that's why we're we're definitely that's why we're doing this um
1: yeah i can i I, see a lot of
0: similarities and it's been really cool it's
1: crazy i didn't even have to pay her to say that either uh, we need to we need to pay uh shanda some more
2: compliments like
1: we love you too (laughs) (laughs) shanda thank
0: you so much (laughs) really appreciate that that was heartfelt
1: but that that does mean a lot because uh there are definitely a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing out there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people out there uh, talking a good talk. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, behind the scenes, people have different motives, and uh, sometimes they're different people. Whitewashed
0: sure. tombs, um, I believe Jesus said.
1: But, um, you know, uh, I mean, Shanda said it the best like, authentic in my own skin. You know, and she's the same way, you know, we are who we are and, uh, we're not afraid to, you know, give it to you raw, so to speak, you know, we don't sugarcoat anything. We tell our stories very openly, um, the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, and, um, you know, I think, uh, not to, not to interrupt you, but I think,
2: uh, something that's coming to mind as you were saying that was, um, I was having a conversation with somebody about, you know, the, the world we live in, it seems like sometimes it's hard to differentiate for people like what's real and what's fake, like fake news and what's being like, what's on the media, you know, what's, Mm -hmm. what's seen on social media. A lot of times isn't always like the real thing that's happening. Um, so like there's a lot of false information flowing around. There's a lot of, um, I don't know. It's just like a lot of deception in a lot of areas, and I think that what resonates, at least, um, and I'm more familiar with Shanda because we, we've worked together a lot more, um, but I think what resonates from Shanda's side, what I see from her is that because she does go on there, it's just raw, and probably you the same way, you just go out there and you just be yourself, and I think that resonates with people. I think that they are refreshed to see somebody in there, like... Their raw state. I know natural that natural
0: habitat. Yeah, and
2: their natural habitat. I know that Shanda and I, when we we had done a couple of like live um, Facebook live things, and like I'm not that comfortable doing it, and I know <laughs> that she's just like fumbling through things sometimes, and like um, we both
1: would feel just totally like we're
2: just you know Awkward, fumbling you know,
1: through it, you know, just like bumbling along, and but you know the best part about that is that's completely okay. Yeah. Right you know, and that's what makes people engage. Right. Because they're like, oh, man, this isn't, like, cookie-cutter, like, edited, like, exactly. you know, scripted stuff. This is, like, man, this is us. Like, this is who we are. Take us at, take us or leave it. Like, take it or leave it, basically, you know? And um, I can't tell you, like, how many times... I've written songs in the past. Like I've been a musician since I was 13 uh, and before I had gotten into drugs and alcohol like I was so focused on writing these hit songs and wanting to be like this famous rock star I was trying to write music to please everybody else I was trying to be somebody that I wasn't and it it never worked out It never worked out for me and uh Obviously, I fell into drugs and alcohol and and went through a lot of crazy stuff in my life. Was homeless for 10 years, um, in and out of prison. And uh, it wasn't until I got clean and sober and uh, picked up a guitar again that everything changed. I started writing music based on my own life experiences. And I just started sharing my story openly and uh, just being myself. And I found the most success... And just being myself. Mm -hmm. So
0: You can't, like, for anybody, I get asked a lot, like, Shanda, how do I do what you do? If you create an image that you don't live in authentically, at some point, it's a house of glass. You can no longer you just can't maintain that. So if you are starting out, you want to be maybe a musician or a person that makes videos or whatever on social media, live in your passion and be in exactly what you are because you can't wear a mask forever. At some point, that's going to be very exhausting. It'll kill your inner soul. And I'm not saying that you can't be like a a broken person or you can't um, be weaker in ways because I'm one of the weakest people I know, um, 100%. But... I think it's important to build your whatever you're building around what you actually are, because <laughs> that's really the only sustainable thing. But I see a lot of people that start this stuff out, and they're very much a character, and you know they're kind of like this animated thing they want to be. But then it eventually topples, and people can see right through it. It feels, um, is disingenuous a word? Yeah, and then and yeah. then fake, you know, and and.
1: It's easy well, it's like to like see said. through they're things. Just so a, they're just a character, exactly. You know I mean? They're just like a chapter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that's it. They fizzle out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. They're not the main character. One one thing that I would like to add to that too is
2: that um, you know Shanda says that like so, like just be yourself and whatever. But that that's what I like. I to pay you guys a compliment. I admire what you guys do because um, it inspires me to want to be open. Uh, you know more myself on the internet, like, I, I have no problem being myself and my skin around you guys, but, like, when I get on the internet, like, on my social media accounts or something, you know, I, I feel like, oh, man, this is so weird, uh, and <laughs> it's hard to just, like, feel like you're connecting with the people on the other side, but, like, um, but kudos to you guys for being raw and real, you know, and, and putting it out there, because then there's also a lot of people, too, that want to squash it and say, like, haters out there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of negativity, too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and one other thing I was actually, I had to write this down so I didn't forget, but, um, I've had this thought about fake it till you make it for like a long time. Like people always say fake it till you make it. And I I just like always started to like have a, a beef with that because I feel like it's the opposite. Be real until you
0: feel it. Yeah. How about that? Yeah.
2: Cause it's, it's not fake it till you make it because i feel Mm -hmm. like at some point if you try to fake it till you make it and you like build yourself up to be something that you're not so that people think you're great but then they find out that you're just a normal person or that um you're just another flawed person then you're gonna let somebody down you know and they're gonna, gonna probably do that anyways through different things but you know you just don't want somebody to think something about you that isn't real because i don't think it like you said it's a glass house At some point, that's going to break down. There are many
0: things. like I think people perceive me as very strong, and I'm not. You know what I mean? Like There's a difference between what you perceive of me and what I'm actually showing you. So when I'm showing you my brokenness, it's because I'm broken, not because I want you to think I'm strong for showing my brokenness. So I think that's where (laughs) uh, it's like this tricky thing because, okay, I'm being myself, but then I get put on a pedestal. For it. Mm-hmm. like for being transparent, and I'm like no, I'm showing you I'm transparent because I don't want you to think any higher of me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want you to have a realistic expectation of what you're getting, but people perceive that as strength, and then a you know the the, the pedestal also is a scary place to be because then what if I do let you down? Well, I kind of told you I was gonna let you down at some point, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm, and I think you misperceived it. So that's I guess that's an inner fear that I have. Like, okay, I'm trying to show you that I'm flawed and I'm very not put together in many ways. And what happens if I do something and then you see that? And then will you not love me anymore? or Will you not be there anymore? Like there are a lot of insecurities that come with this as well. Like, so I kind of detach, especially when I'm doing my live videos. Because if I really got it in my mind and digested the fact that a thousand people were watching me at once, it's just it's so overwhelming. So it's kind of like, I'll sit there and talk to myself a yeah. little bit, you know? <laughs> you're it's say, it's, you're, you're it's say, weird, dude. You were saying that this. the other, uh,
2: during the last live stream, live feed we did, what, and you were saying like how how weird it is because you get these like great feelings too when a lot of people get on there and they say a lot of things and then it's and, hard to like not have it not affect you. you and know, then if you the know. numbers
0: go down, it's like this And it affects whole, you the other way, yeah. It, it It very much does and that's what's scary because when you get likes or shares on social media or viewers, you get a release of dopamine in your brain. They made it addicting so that people would be addicted, right? Like... And then when the number of viewers go down or the number of shares or the reach, you directly internalize that as being like people don't like me anymore. And there's like this deficit now and there's something wrong and flawed with me because some like somebody like me or Joe, right, we don't have a product we're selling you. Our page isn't like, um, oh, look at this new contraption I made and all of that. They, there are people that can stand behind a product and then there are people who are the product. So if the page with the product gets less likes and all of that, they might not internalize that as being like, oh, I'm not liked. They would say, oh, my product, maybe I can improve that with us. It's, oh, but it's me. So what did I do wrong? And it's, it's been hard to to balance that. And then music, like that takes a step further because music is like an extension of you or something deeply like personal. It's not right. just talking on a live video. It's like intrinsically valuable to oneself, right? And then when people don't like that, then you want to talk about, (laughs) like, okay, maybe the first was a dagger, like, in the side. This one, like, okay, decapitate me. Um, (laughs) That is... It takes so much vulnerability to (laughs) to do these things. And so I respect you for having put out all your music. I've only been doing music a little bit over a year, and... It's scary every time I do it, fear that people won't like the song, that it'll flop. What if I'm wasting my time in my life? Is this ever going to be successful? All of these thoughts every day when I wake up. Got to navigate this mindset. I just talked a lot. It's
1: like I had, I I mean, I have like two different sides of me. You know, I, I had the side that, yes, like... Do I really do I care about the likes? Do I care about the streams and the views? Like, of course, you know what I mean? But that's just the part of me that just wants to see me do better. I wanna see me succeed, you know what I mean? Because I do put every ounce. if you've ever listened to my music, man, like you you feel it, you know, because and you feel it because I put every ounce of like emotion into it, you know? Um and then there's the other side of me that it's like, man, these songs, like, they're not, they're not just songs to me, you know? Um, I, like I say, like, I, I write off my own past experiences and, and my present experiences, uh, the things that I'm going through. Like, everything's so personal. Uh, I look at it as, like, each song is a chapter to my life, you know what I mean? So regardless of how well it does, like, it's still a piece of me. You know, and it's still a chapter in my book. So, like, I don't know. I focus sometimes on the streams. Sometimes I focus on just, like, you know what? I'm happy with it. It's good, regardless of how well it does. Well, that's where like
2: having your have, being authentic like comes into it because like if you're authentic and you made something that you it's just authentically you, you can live with whatever happens with Absolutely. it. Whereas like if you're literally making it for the likes, if you're making it for the traction, if you're making it so that that's people not can sustainable. It, yeah, you're gonna like you're gonna feel, um, you know, you're gonna feel like disappointed if it doesn't do well. And that's where like I I feel like as a producer like producing people, I always feel like okay, I'm like pushing the song to be the best that it can be, but I don't want it to, I never want to push it to a place where it's not authentic anymore, where mm-hmm. it's not like, like like I know I'm always pushing Shanda constantly to like sing out of her comfort zone and do things that she's not comfortable <laughs> with. But I think that like, you know, like I see the potential that Shanda has and I want it to, I want other people to see it too. And I know it's in there and I know that, um, and she, she does great things already, but I know that there's more that the world has not seen. Um, I wanted to get out there, but a lot I also during that hopper we haven't released. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are lots of songs that we have in the works that, um, that are very that are all very different.
0: But oh, I yeah, think like
2: are. I think that um, one thing that I think when when Shanda was originally introduced to me, she introduced herself as a rapper. I, I see Shanda as a songwriter. Um, mm-hmm. She's new to it, um, but she she, is, uh, she comes up with melodies and, and raps and all kinds of stuff. So this is was a great. I just kind of want to kind of want to sum this up by saying this has been a great experience to learn from Joe a little bit and mm-hmm. get everybody together and kind of like have some good vibes and then kind of create something that hopefully people get something from, and hopefully it's encouraging. Hopefully the message gets across. Um, so
0: Guys, you should go out and support Joe and stream his songs. Mm -hmm. Like You can hear it. It translates. Like I continued doing music for two reasons, because I was going to do it with or without the audience, and because my kids are my biggest fans, right? And I think you have similar reasons. You do it because you love it, so it doesn't matter if somebody's watching or not, and I think that that's important, and making that authentic music in a sea full of many musicians who might not have the most encouraging messages is very important in a day and age like this. It really is. And I don't think we get to see the impact of how important that is because we're the ones doing it. But from the outside looking in, I could imagine how that's important.
1: Yeah. And likewise, make sure you guys go follow and support Shanda's music and everything that she does, you know, as well as you, Brennan. You know, just, man. Brennan's awesome. It's so cool. Like, I've had the privilege over the past like five years like of traveling all over the country and and recording in different studios all over the country and just working with different you know musicians and engineers and 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 everybody and uh each one brings their own little thing to the table and the fact that not even 10 minutes into this studio we were sitting down and like you were literally dissecting the song and helping us write it. Mm-hmm. Um, was amazing. You know, not just in 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 the instrumental part, but also with the lyrics and the melodies and and, and everything else. Like it was a uh, something that I'm not used to. I mean, that was that's really cool. Like I've have had, had my p- life, dude. <laughs> dude, I I've had people that like yeah, they can add in some instruments here and there or Throw in their little ideas for the instruments, but never really help with the the melodies and the actual words and the word play. And uh, that was just—it was really cool. It was a cool experience. Well, I, I
2: there again, I don't know always how
1: to respond to compliments. Internalize
2: it. I I will say Agree though that it. I am infinitely passionate about this job, mm-hmm. um, and I and I feel like um, it's what I'm supposed to be doing. And for that reason, I think. Uh, I always tell Shanda things like the song dictates what it's supposed to be and that comes from dissecting it and you can you kind of like a lot of times sometimes an idea will just hit a dead end and then you just know not to chase that thing anymore and so it kind of just derives down to like the thing that works. Mm -hmm. Um, So
0: He's totally broke me out of my comfort zone and like any time I start to get boxed in I just know that he's going to shred it apart. But, like, that's a good thing. You can't evolve without a mentor. And I think myself being in a position where I'm a mentor for so many, I don't really have a person that's teaching me something I don't already know, right? And not even in, a like, a whatever way, like an egotistical way. I have YouTube pastors that teach me something, and Brennan. There's not a whole lot there. Like, Richie, yes, but some things, but there aren't people that... I feel like I'm guiding more people than I'm being guided, and it's always really important. Even if it's music, we're we're sitting here, we always have, like, these deep existential conversations, <laughs> and then we trail track. off yeah. and all of that. Like, I know it was a God thing to put him... And in my life to do this and I think what we're going to create together is going to fulfill your purpose and it's going to fulfill mine and I think it's going to help you on your path and if we do collaborations in the future I think it's just a growing experience for everybody. I really think it's good and I hope this one does well so go, go out ahead. and stream it. Here I am plugging it. I am the plug now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The plug. Do you like the, that? One other thing I would
2: like to <laughs> I would like to add to that too because this is a compliment to you guys is that it takes vulnerability. I feel like vulnerability is so important as a person, but it takes vulnerability and um, to be able to come in and then have somebody that you just met, you know, pick apart their idea without, you know, getting like, you know, um, upset or, you know, because ultimately I don't want to make the idea mine. I want to make it I want to make it the best for the listener and for you guys. Like I'm I'm thinking in mind of like, man, I want this to to really be like worth everybody's time, you know, to come yeah. together. And that's like the ultimate goal, but I think that like it says a lot about the maturity of an artist and the person that's yes. able to come in and and take a little bit of criticism even when it stings, cuz I know it stings. I've been on the other end of it and you have to be
1: you have to be ready to receive that. And that could be true of anything. That and that's that's funny that you say that because like I was just thinking that as you were saying it, like for anybody out there who is just now getting into the the industry or, you know, a new musician or even if you're a seasoned veteran and you're still trying to grow, like, I think one of the most important things as a songwriter <clears throat> is, you know, you have to be mature enough. To, right. to subject yourself to that constructive criticism. Right. And it takes a certain sense of open-mindedness, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not just about your ideas. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, a collective, you right. know, everybody coming together to make the song uh, the best that it can be. Right. You know, period.
0: That's anything so. in life. Like, I think that yeah, applies the, right. <clears throat> to yeah. anything in life. Yeah. And... And yeah, uh, I was very much a person that was set in my ways. Yeah, about things. Yeah, and I, I definitely was. And I know that's a totally different thing, but about music for me. Yeah,
2: I was like set in my ways, and then it took like me really trying for. I mean, you getting her like, stomped.
0: A, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah,
2: like you know, somebody like you try as hard as you can, and you fail at it enough times, and then you go like, maybe I should ask somebody <laughs> for yeah. some help. You know what I mean? And that's true for yeah. what you guys do on your mm-hmm. other and mm-hmm. you, you know, in your daily like. Um, helping people with recovery, it's the same yeah.
1: thing, you know? And I just think that, that that's everything in life. Like, not just music, not just recovery. There's, like, the biggest room in the world is room for improvement. Yes. Like, seriously. Yeah. Like
2: Ooh. That's um, a good one. Did, did that come from somewhere? Did it come from deep in Joe's
1: uh, inner being psyche? I don't know. All right, stop looking there at me. Go. We're gonna, go. That's, that's going to be show. on a T-shirt That's a meme. No.
0: I'm just going to stare at you until. <laughs> that's on a T-shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he came in here saying he's socially awkward, so I just make it way more uncomfortable, <laughs> and I feel no, like that, that's the tone for a lot of great things. Three
2: <laughs> so socially awkward people. Uh, yes, you know? yes. Well, we've come full circle with this. I think, um, yeah, check out all of the uh, stuff that we have coming out, and um, thanks for listening. Be on the lookout
1: for
0: Thank you, guys. I'll be all right.
1: all right. Yeah, all right. One of the whatever those. All right, cool.
0: Thank you for joining me on this episode of Breakthroughs with me, Shanda Lynn. Make sure that wherever you're listening to your podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, that you subscribe to my podcast and check us out every Wednesday at five a.m. We'll have a new episode. Thank you for being here.